Welcome to the Jenna and Tosh Show. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. Welcome to this episode. And we have another fantastic guest with us this week here in the studio, which we are so excited about. We are. For the very first time, we are actually in the Rogers studio. So we're so super excited to be here and to kick it off with a really great guest, of course. But all of our guests are super fantastic, aren't of they? Of course. But this is, this is a guest that you have been trying to get on our show, I think, for at least about a year now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's finally timed out. So we are so, so excited about this. <laughs> well, uh, her name is Diane Blanco. And... She, I mean, honestly, for the past year, we have been talking about all the great things that she's doing in our community. Um, Diane, you moved here years ago, and I really think that you kind of like have made an impact on the Moncton area very quickly, and I have to commend you for that. Um, so first, I want to talk a little bit about you and explain to people kind of who you are um, and how you ended up in Moncton and what you're doing to help kids change their lives. So my name is Danny Blanco. I moved here from Dominican Republic when I was 10 years old uh, in Shediac. So it was like a big change for me, but of course I, I love Shediac. And then after that, I went to foster care in Kent County. Every time, like I was just drawn to come back to Moncton. There's something about Moncton, right? So now I'm really blessed to be here again, but it was, it happened like in a, hard like it was sad how it happened that I came back to Moncton because my apartment burned last year so it was like roller coaster and I was like okay I have to make this move anyway so let's do it everybody in the community actually came together and helped me and my boys so I just wanted to give back I was like this is amazing Moncton is amazing we have an amazing community right so it's like I'm happy to be here again <laughs> you do a lot of work on the charitable side and you also work with Youth Impact as well, right? So you really are helping. And I know that you, um, I guess before COVID and everything, you you were going around to schools and kind of educating children on abuse in relationships too. Yes, I was sharing my personal story. And I tell that to every youth that I see. Uh, when something painful happened to you, just twist it around and make something beautiful with it. So for me, it was like, okay, I've been through this. I don't want anybody to go through that. So how can I help? I was in high school when I was um, in that relationship that was really abusive and it continued after that. Um, and for me, it's like, okay, I need to start where I was. I'll, I need to be the person that I needed when that was going on. So that's how it started. <laughs> I love I, that. I think that's so powerful because I think it's so underlooked how much abuse happens within relationships among yes. teens. Yeah. I know there were a lot of things that happened when I was growing up in my school mm -hmm. that brought that to light in a very sad way, like yeah. you say. But then you've seen, I've seen that conversation change there since then. Would you share a little bit more of what you share with youth with us? Yes, of course. So I always start with um, how it started the relationship. So I went to foster care in Kent County. At that time, I was really broken, of course. I was just trying to find love, right? I didn't have that at home. Um, I grew up in a violent house, so it was really hard to just like connect with people. So um, when I started that relationship, it just started slowly. Like I tell the kids, like it's always start slowly, like all oh, getting jealous for that, maybe cheating, maybe lying. And then sometimes it escalate and then you don't know where to go for help. And in my case, I didn't have any family. I didn't have any friends. My friends were his friends first, like he always said. And the only thing that he will always take is like, every time that I was like, trying to find that power inside of me and speak up, he will say, 
who's gonna believe you? You don't have anybody. Your mom gave you away. Mm. And I was like, and right there I was like, it's true, I don't have anybody. Like, who's gonna believe me? And I always tell the kids, like, don't, don't believe that. You're, you're amazing, just go talk to somebody slowly, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure your parents will be there for you, or if you're not to your parents, but probably at school, a teacher or a best friend that you can really trust. Uh, and I always say, like, just go for help right away. Don't, don't stay there. And my relationship, it, it went really bad after when I moved on my own when I was 16 and a half. He moved there with me, and he wasn't supposed to. So I was always lying to my social worker, who was beyond amazing. Her name is Sophie Bao. And she was always there for me, but I was lying because I was scared. And then the physical abuse started and the verbal abuse started. And a lot of people knew that, but they were scared to like jump in and be like, what's going on? And ask me questions because they were scared that I was gonna get offended or something's gonna happen. But I was like, I would have loved for somebody to be like, Diani, come on, you, you got this. Don't stay in that relationship. You're better than that. But now I say like, Everything happened for a reason, beyond bliss, because now I can help somebody else get out of that bad relationship. Do you feel like it's because of that social worker that you've kind of decided to go into the line of work that you are into now? A hundred percent. She's, again, she's, she was amazing. I wish that all around the world we would have more Sophia Bell, that's for sure. She was always there for me, even if I was acting like I didn't care and being like this tough person, she was still there. Every week I would have a phone call, have a, like she would come and visit me and talk to me and even tell me like I'm here for you every time. Even if I wasn't opening up to her, I was listening, right? And I was taking that like, why do you care for me? Why are you saying you love me? You don't even know me. Like, you're not even my mother, <laughs> right? That's what I was saying to myself. I was like, she doesn't care, she's just saying that, but she did. And I'm really happy that she was in my life. She was there for a reason, and I, I'm this person because of her, for sure. Mm -hmm. So what steps did you take after? Like, you obviously, you know, you got yourself out of that relationship. Yes. And um, what have you done in the meantime? Because, I mean, we're gonna talk about Queens of Heart soon, uh, but you have been doing other things as well to, to empower women in our area as well. Again, for me, it's not, it's more about my experience. I can give it to somebody else and help them. Either if, as a youth worker, that I can share my personal story at the way that I grew up. Even, like, helping a single mom, like you said, for, when I started Queens of Heart with lunches for the kids or um, if they needed like a box of food, if they were like short of food or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I think it for me was it's just giving. It's, I just love the community work and I just love being out there and just helping. And You had interviewed on your podcast uh, someone that uh, we have now interviewed because I was listening to the podcast and I went, we have got to have Corey Hunter on our podcast. <laughs> yes. uh, and it's so like you, like you were saying, like you're connecting people, right? Like yeah. I would have never known of Corey and all the amazing things that she's doing in our community if it wasn't for you. Um, so I don't know if you realize how much you're connecting people by doing things like that, but it's really appreciated. I, I think <laughs> that now I see it more because of Cindy Camo. She's like the queen of connecting people. <laughs> I just love her. Um, so the first time that I met her, she was like connecting this one with this one and that one. I was like, ooh, I like that, right? And I love connection. And I think that's why I'm just doing this because I love connecting people because I saw her and the first time that I saw her at an event, I was like, I don't wanna be hurt. <laughs> 
like a I really want to be her. Uh, but yeah, Corey, she's amazing. She's been doing so much for the community and oh, she has my heart. I, was, I just love her. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit more about some of that work that you've been doing to help other people? Um, so Queens of Heart, for me personally, started way before the pandemic. So after the fire, after moving in, I was in a huge depression. And I didn't even share that with many people at all. It was really hard because people believe that now that you have materials, you should be given. So everybody was telling me, oh my God, you have a place now. You have a couch, you have this, you have that. You should be good. But it wasn't about the material things. It was that I built everything that was taken away like this from me as a single mom. When I moved out, um, I had to rebuild my life. I had to buy everything by myself. Um, I remember just sleeping on a mattress, me and my son, my two boys actually, um, for the longest time. We didn't have a couch, we didn't have a table. I had to like work hard over time, pay that cash in. I was so proud of myself the whole time. I've struggled with food a lot. I remember keeping my son sometimes, um, when he started kindergarten because I didn't have any snack or any food for him to go to school. So for me it was like, um, sorry, it was easier to just keep him home so I know what's going on type of thing. I was struggling with food. I didn't have anybody to ask for help. Everybody that I thought that would be there to help me didn't help me at all. So I was like, when I moved here, I was like, I wanna give back to the community that gave so much to me and again, I don't like material things, but when that was taken away from, from me on the fire, in the fire, I was like devastated. So after that, I was like, okay, I need to put myself back up. Yes, it's true. Um, and I had to talk to myself and be like, okay, my kids are healthy, I'm healthy, I'm good. And that's what really matters. I can still rebuild myself again, <laughs> right? And um, so I started helping a few single moms here and there at the beginning of um, November. So when the pandemic hit, they were like reaching out and being, oh my God, this person, that person. I was like, oh my God, yeah. that's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I was beyond, and I'm really blessed as an essential worker, as a youth worker, I still had my job. Nothing had changed for me, technically in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, I was blessed that my brother and her fiance was there to help me with the kids as I'm working night shifts. So it's kind of hard. Um, so I was like, okay, we need to do something. And Alicia actually reached out to me too. She's like, I have this single mom. She can't reach out to her social worker. What can we do? Like, I'm not sure of like where to go with this. And I said, it's okay. Let's do a box and drop it to her. So that's pretty much how it started. <laughs> yeah, so we were like, okay, we need to do something because we have all this single parents. And again, it's not just single mothers, it's just you see more single mothers than single fathers. But we had a few single fathers reach out to us and ask for help. And I, I applaud that, like mm -hmm. I love that. And uh, the one thing that I always say to the families is don't be ashamed to ask for help. Even if I'm the person that had a hard time before, like I wish I would have reached out more you know so i think now i i can share that and be like don't be ashamed you're you're amazing you're powerful it's amazing if you can go and ask for somebody for help don't ever be ashamed of that no a quick moment to hear from a sponsor creative cat design is a full service design company based here in new brunswick with more than a decade of experience in magazine layout digital billboards logo design and more 
But you don't need a business to need a great graphic designer. Carol of Creative Cat can also help you with party invitations, personalized stationery, and more. See for yourself at creativecatdesign.ca. And that's, uh, you know, typically the first step to get you started in the, in the right direction, which is always forward. Yeah. So you mentioned Alicia. Who is Alicia and, and how are other people coming in to, to help you with these boxes? Alicia Nguyen is the, my co-founder. Okay. We started Queens of Heart, again, just that way. We were like, okay, we need to do something. It's bigger than us. That's what we said. It was like, it's bigger than us. We need to do something. Uh, we just want to fill the gap between help. I know that... Um, the food bank is doing an amazing job, but sometimes people get refused or, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard. Um, so that's how we started. And the people that help, it's pretty much the community, right? Um, everybody's dropping like food or sending donations. So that's how we make make it happen. That's amazing. I didn't uh, I didn't realize that, that it was like community people that were jumping on board and, oh, yeah. and dropping off donations or, or giving gift cards or what have you. Yes. That is even more incredible. Yeah, I just <laughs> love it. Like it's, it's incredible when people reach out and they're like, we want to be with you guys. We want to be connected with you guys. We want to have a meaning of like what we're doing. And there was this lady, she dropped like two big bags of groceries and she's like you're doing an amazing job let me know if you ever need anything we're there to help you and my kids they're always there yeah. <laughs> of course they're always helping me do the boxes or Elijah right now took over the little lunch box for the kids so he's making like little lunches and and then dropping them to the kids for school so it's kind of like it and, touched and my how heart. old is your son he's seven yeah. yeah, he wanted to take over. Like, he's yeah. like, I can't do this. So it's fun. Like, he shops for everything, the little snacks. He's like, oh, little friends would like this. Little friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, every, <laughs> every kid is their little friends, and I love that. Yeah. They really don't Amazing. see the difference. So it's kind of fun to have them there and involve. And my, like I said, even Nico, he's like my little firecracker, but he's always like, let's go help the little friends. They need food. And I'm like, and, and it's fun to have that, right? And for me, it's, it's an amazing experience, not only for me, but for them and for the kids who need the help, right? Mm -hmm. Their parents and the families, because sometimes you have beautiful stories and sometimes it's a sad story and it's good to have the kids there. Like last week I had like an emergency drop off and the two boys went outside to pick up the boxes. And then they were like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm, I'm gonna do something like that when I grow up. Like, you know what I mean? Like they always see it. Mm -hmm. And I think you never know who you're gonna impact, right? So I'm like, never know, maybe that kid is gonna be there the future is gonna do something amazing, right? So. That's it, you're changing lives, yeah. right? Yeah. Without even knowing, right? Yeah, and I think it's so powerful to have your kids involved and to see the other kids reacting because for so long, I think especially like our generation, it was, there was that that veil that, you know, you'd be ashamed to say yes. that you went to the yeah. food bank or yeah. that you needed help. Just know, we all help each other when we can, yes. in the way that we can and break that down, break down that stigma is so important. It's like, I feel like I'm back home in Dominican Republic. I remember that. I remember having the neighbors like coming to my mom's house if they missed something or my mom going to my neighbor's house and be like, hey, come for supper. Hey, do you have sugar? I miss sugar for <laughs> this and that, right? Um, and I just miss that. I miss the connection of people together and I think we're having it back. And it's kind of sad that the pandemic happened, but at the same times, 
I'm kind of happy because then you see the connection, you see people coming together and then people realizing, okay, it's not just about me, right? We did a delivery with like a few houses down. Like you don't think about stuff like that. You don't think that your neighbor might be the one in need, right? And sometimes you're too focused on you sometimes that you really need to like look around you and then you will be amazed of what you see. I have to agree with you 100%. There are some really good things that did come out of this and that is yeah. for sure <laughs> one of them. People stepping, I know like I'm gonna use the term out of their bubble, yeah. which is totally against what we're supposed <laughs> to be doing, but you, you know exactly your what I mean. Your get out of your, yeah, bubble. yeah, get out of your <laughs> mental bubble. Yeah. Um, we need to talk about the buy a box, give a box campaign that you have going on with Dolma and with Hub City Foodies. Yes, oh, I love it. So Jason, <laughs> I love food. <laughs> Jason reached out to me he's like hey we have this idea what do you think I'm like yes I'm on board I love it it's a great idea so you buy a box let's say you buy a box mm -hmm. and there's like three course meal in there for four people it's kind of good for 130 it's pretty good you can just have wine make your little supper together and have like a couple date or something, I don't know. Um, but then one box is gonna go to Queens of Heart and I'm gonna deliver that to a family in need. So I think it's amazing. It's, you feel connected and there's a meaning of you buying a box, right? It's not just buying a box for nothing. You, when you buy that box, you know that somebody right now is cooking supper with their kids, having fun and feeling good right and there's like again that connection with food and family getting together it like i said i feel going like i'm back home in dominican republic and music for a blast and yeah. everybody's dancing and cooking that's what i want to see and i want everybody to enjoy that well and it it is such an enjoyable thing to do to cook together yes. and to have that whole meal it's not just a box of odds and ends and non-perishables and you know there's amazing work that the food banks do and that you know you know drop off of groceries can do mm -hmm. but to have that meal in a box with that experience tied to it yes. that yeah like have some fun mm -hmm. get together make this meal and enjoy it yeah. I think must be so powerful for the families who get to have that opportunity oh like that's the thing I can't wait to have the story it's like I always say like reach out to me and let me know how it was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I just love it. And again, it's the connection, with, especially with the kids too, right? The kids are going to have a fun time. And for me, I always focus with the kids. I'm like, kids, kids, kids. Yeah. Because it's pretty much, like I said, they are the future. So having something like that and for them knowing that the community have their back, it's a lot. You know, sometimes they, they might feel like they're alone. But then having little things like that in our community, they will be like, okay, again, it's we're all together. This is just one community. We're all, all the same, you know, so I don't, I want that for them. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I love the idea of, of knowing while you're making that meal in your house, A, that it's designed by amazing chefs. Oh, Jason Galon, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then you're getting amazing quality food from Dolma as well. Mm -hmm. And then you can have that experience in your house and think like, happily, I'm not the only person eating this meal tonight, yes. right? That there is someone else that's getting an amazing meal because of me. And I really like the fact that it's a business, a chef, and a charity getting together to make a difference, right? So again, you can see how Montenegro, it's pretty amazing and why I'm back here. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Yes. Yeah. 
I have to like I I have to agree. Like I don't think that you would find that in many cities. Like where getting all of those companies together to to work with a charity, especially a charity that's just getting off the ground, like literally <laughs> November. Like that's amazing. So if people are listening, if they're watching and they want to buy a box, mm -hmm. what do they need to know? Um, either they can reach out to me um, by Facebook, Gianni Blanco, or they can go to Evan Bright. It's there. Or they can even reach out to Jason Galon. Uh, from Hubsuit, uh, oh Hubsuit my god, foodies, yeah. yes, <laughs> it's like the Spanish, the French, and English yeah. together that sometimes doesn't match, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, yeah, you can reach out, like again, the meals are really easy, we really wanted to make, like especially Jason, like his focus was to make a meal that it will easy, everybody can do it, and then again, don't be intimidated by the pictures, <laughs> They look amazing <laughs> and really delicious, but uh, yeah, don't be, don't be shy. It's really, it's good and it's easy to make. Awesome. <laughs> Just a picture is like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes a picture is, his pictures are good, his cooking's better. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, before we let you go today, we want to thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. And um, we want to make sure that everybody is following Queens of Heart as well. It's Queens, pluralized. Um, so you can check them out. And if you want to make any donations uh, to the charity, then you can also contact Danny as well um, to make some donations or drop off some food or anything. Yeah, perfect. Fantastic. It's been such a pleasure getting to hear some of your story and, and just the energy and the enthusiasm is so fun to share. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. Remember that you can subscribe and like and review us anytime you want. And please be sure to tell all your friends and family if you enjoyed the show that they should listen to. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can follow Pickle Planet Moncton on Facebook and Instagram and on the website. And you can follow me too at tosh.wood.taylor on all social media.